Welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. It's episode 217. And today we got two new movies that just came out or were released at least in 2021 for the new year. And that is Shadow in the Cloud from 2020 and Hunted 2020. Right. (laughs) That one just came out on Shudder. The other one you can rent. So we got those two movies, and these are kind of like very female-centric kind of movies, I Mm -hmm. think, with each of their own set of gripes I'm sure people will have, you know, with multitude different reasons, I think. So it'll be interesting to talk about. It's not That doesn't necessarily mean we didn't like them, Mm -hmm. but uh, there is just a lot to them, I guess. So, But they're different. Yeah, they're very different movies, but I'm just saying that they they do have one thing in common, and they're kind of controversial in some regards. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether I think so or not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so how have you been? I'm good. I'm halfway through Whole whole 30. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted today. Yeah, but we've been eating good. You've been eating good. Lots of meat. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad that you're doing it. So, so what happens after 30 days, like when you're done? Then you reintroduce other elements. Poisons of, no, into like, your bodies. You, then you, you reintroduce beans back in. And uh, alcohol. Like dairy. No, I'm not going to do alcohol. I'm going to be alcohol free for a while. Okay. So, but yeah, that's all. I'm glad. I, I feel good. So I'm glad I'm doing <laughs> well, you it. Say you said exhausted. I don't know if that well, sounds it's like. Just, it was just this one day. This particular day. Oh, I'm exhausted. Okay. All right. So it's it's not like that every day for the whole no. 30. No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. Been having a pretty decent week. I mean, all I've been doing is just kind of obsessing about uh, some newer movies to watch. Kind of taking it a little bit easier because I was so busy over the past couple of weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, got some uh, YouTube videos that I'm going to be putting up here this week. Mm-hmm. So you guys should be looking out for that. We didn't get much views on the Synchronic movie, which I was hoping more people would want to check out because that's the movie from Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, who we've talked about on this podcast quite a bit. They make good movies. I think so. Yeah, they just came out with their new one. And uh, I did a review on that. So if you guys are curious about their new movie, they did the movie Resolution, um, The Endless, Spring. So if you've seen those movies and you enjoy them, you might want to check out what I think of this new movie. It's a bigger budget movie. So Mm -hmm. apparently they're going to be doing some sort of Marvel property. I think it's Moon Knight. I don't know what that is. It's a character. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, they're going to be handling a big property. And this was kind of their, probably their testing bed to see how they could handle, you know, a lot going on. And I knew that they would oh. be fine because, yeah, 
they're just because they're good. They're, they're good a good team. They're yeah. really good team, and they've got a good team of people that work with them. So mm-hmm. you can tell that they're definitely elevating their career. So it's good to see. But mm-hmm. but yeah, we got Psycho Gorman next week, guys. Yeah. So we're gonna be watching that shit. I'm so excited to talk about that. I hope that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think everybody's pretty excited about that one. Uh, the only other one that that is kind of got some mild interest that I want to see that's kind of in that silly vein is. Willy's Wonderland. Oh, yeah, which that we trailer just, came out. Yeah, we just got to see the trailer. What did you think of it? Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. It, it looks fun. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping good. it's better. I don't know. Like I'm I don't want to get too excited for right, that one right. because we watched what was it the the bananas that other one that they did with the animatronic thing that was kind of a eh, it was okay uh-huh. movie. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, they tried to do another one. This was technically the closer one to the Five Nights at Freddy's, but uh-huh. they had to change the name legally to, you know, Willy's Wonderland. Oh, I see. Because it's essentially the same story. Oh, is it really? Yeah, someone gets hired to watch and clean up oh, the place uh-huh. at night at Willy's Wonderland. And Nick Cage, being the very stoic person that he is, he doesn't say much in the trailer at all. Like, I don't think he says one thing. Uh-huh. And some people are saying Good. That, that he doesn't say a <laughs> I forget who said it, but somebody said that there was, he doesn't say anything in the script. Oh, good. So he's just going to be like. Crazy. Yeah. Good. Which that's is fine. I mean, that's what people want. But I was kind of hoping for some fucking one-liners so in there, you know? It's going to be like a a, a, a more centric, like John Wick. I think it'll be like a silly, uh, a silly that's Mandy version, you know? Right. You know? He didn't talk that much in that movie. He didn't. Except for that one part where he talks to the guy who's just pure fucking evil. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, guys, yeah, so I look forward to that. But I think it might be time. What time is it? Horse shots. All right, guys, so we decided to pick the movie Hunted to pick for our horror shot this week. Hunted is a movie about a woman being hunted, and that's all you really need to know. It is kind of a revenge, you know, right. torture, revenge kind of movie. And in the movie, this woman actually goes to a bar and drinks a what? Mojito. A mojito, which, you know, we only had some ingredients. We didn't really have we the exact ingredients. Improvise. We, we improvise. So we made our own mojito. It's a... A jank mojito. (laughs) (laughs) A Jimmy rigged mojito. Yeah, pretty much. But at least it's themed around the movie, right? We had the ingredients here. We didn't have to go get it. We were like, fuck yeah, this is perfect. So essentially what you're going to want to do is take one and a half ounce of white rum. This is going to be for one drink. It's like a drink. It's not a shot, by the way. So an ounce and a half of white rum. So like Bacardi. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, then you take an ounce of lime, which I didn't use that much, honestly. I don't think you need that much. Right. Because we use lemon lime. Seltzer water. Seltzer water, like, and and that should cover the right. basis of it. So I just put, like, a, a little bit of uh, lime juice and a little bit of uh, lemon juice in there with it to kind of mix it up. And then we do, like, a half an ounce of cream, creme de menthe. So, Which is the mint. Yeah, it's just to make it look green. Typically, you're supposed to use like actual mint leaves to give it that hint. So, but I just kind of splashed it in there and said, fuck it with an ice cube. <laughs> so, so, oh, and you can also mix in sugar too to make it sweeter if you want. I went without the sugar because 
I think it's too much. Our dog's choking to death here. He really was. <laughs> no, like this big long thing came out. Jesus, take it easy, buddy. It's because we're watching your sister's dog. Right, so we got two dogs. So it's in like the house. competition. Like they think that they're gonna eat each other's shit. <laughs> so he's like scarfing it down to make sure that he doesn't leave a trace of it and lose out on it. Right. Competition, dude. Anyway, so I'm gonna try this out. I got it made here. It smells pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Try it. How is it? Oh, he's still gulping. Pretty good. Your mouth's all green. Is it? Yeah, your teeth are a little green there. Oh, no, I don't want that. Oh, it will go away. I guess, but I got to stream later. I don't want to fucking have green. Hey, guys. (laughs) We're sucking on a septic pipe. (laughs) The shedder's full. (laughs) Uh, It tastes pretty good, actually. It's not something I would drink. Right. You know, but. On a reg. Yeah. And by the way, if you if you want to put in the uh, seltzer water, or club supposed soda. to use club soda, but you can use seltzer water. It's fine. It's all the same. Carbonated. Well, it tastes a little different, but carbonated, whatever. Yeah, but if you want to do that, use like a you know like a cup, a cup worth. Mm-hmm. So you're making a mixed drink essentially. Cocktail. Yeah, it seems to be the right proportions of what I used in there. Mm-hmm. That's good. <sighs> Delicious. So if you would like to try a mojito. A jank mojito. All you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, now we're going to jump into our flesh and potatoes of Shadow in the Cloud from 2020 and Hunted from 2020. Right now. So we're going to go ahead and do the ones that, that went in order of their release. Obviously, they came out and were at festivals and shit like that last year. In fact, one of these, Hunted, I actually bought a ticket. I was going to buy a ticket to go see it with uh, anything for Jackson mm-hmm. at the online festival or whatever that they were having for it. And I ended up not spending the money on it because, I don't know, we were tight at that moment. Mm-hmm. But, so, we're going to talk about Shadow in the Cloud first. It was one of the first movies, literally, that came out on the first day of the year. A female World War II pilot traveling with top-secret documents on a B-17 flyer fortress encounters an evil presence on board the flight. The tagline is, every mission has its demons. Okay. <laughs> That's weird. Right. Writer and director is Roseanne Ling. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also did a movie called, she also directed a movie called My Wedding and Other Secrets from 2011. She was actually, she's actually a Chinese New Zealand uh, film director, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's why this movie takes place in New Off Zealand. Of New Zealand. Yeah. Right. Uh, she also did a horror short called Do No Harm from 2017, which actually looked really good. I need to check it out. And then she's she's done a bunch of other shorts and like some TV series. I think I've seen that short, by the way. Oh, have you? I, it sounds so familiar. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was in a anthology somehow, and I, I don't know. Maybe I saw mm-hmm. it somewhere else. Also, a writer on this film is Max Landis. Does that name sound familiar to you? Sure, of course. Uh, the son of John Landis. Mm-hmm. Um, but Max is a writer-producer 
who has done such films as Bright, that Will Smith movie on right. Netflix. Um, the one that got torn to shreds. Right. Yeah. He also did, he also wrote Chronicle from 2012. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, I know you do. You it's, hate it. It's a stupid movie. <laughs> and he's writing the screenplay for an American Werewolf in London remake. Okay. Yeah, I like, I liked Chronicle because it kind of reminded me of like the American version of Akira in some regards. Oh, I guess, yeah. Okay. Because, like, he gets all wild and crazy by the end, you know? And, like, I don't know. Anyway. Makes sense. Uh, starring Chloe Grace Moritz. Moritz? Yeah, sounds right. Uh, who plays Maud Garrett. She, of course, was in Kick-Ass. Uh, she was in Carrie, the 2013 version. Suspiria, 2018 version. Let Me In from 2010, which I totally forgot. She was also in the Amityville Horror from 2005. Mm-hmm forgot about which we recently watched and she was in dark shadows and a bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. uh nick robinson who plays Stu, he was in jurassic world kong skull island and he was in that teacher show or at uh, the mo- <laughs> the show called a teacher on hulu that, oh i have that no idea recent, what that is it's a more recent uh show Bula Kole, who plays anton he was in hawaii 50 tv series and the last saint movie Taylor John Smith, who plays Walt, he was Luke, the drug addict in season two of American Crime, that TV show. I love that show. Anyway, um, he was also in Insidious Chapter 3, and he was in The Hunger Games. Hmm. I couldn't find a budget on this movie. Yeah, neither could I, so yeah. don't worry about it. It's crazy. It's just, it's so fresh and new, they don't put the information up right away. Right, which makes sense, I guess. I think they usually do when the, once they get back to, like, box office totals or whatever, but since we're doing no box office, yeah, really, no bo- yeah. it's kind of like... Eh. Yeah, it's hard to... Right. do that so what did you think about shadow in a cloud uh so this is this is going to be a tough one to talk about without spoiling too much about it and also a tough one to score because there's good and bad things about this movie mm-hmm. and i think both sides of that argument are both valid but most people i think can't balance those two out they'll just pick one side or the other and this is going to mm-hmm. basically divide a lot of people right Let's just say I didn't hate it, but it's going to have stuff, like I said, that people will cry foul on, whether it's good or bad, whatever. And some stuff that will surprise them in a positive and sometimes bad way. So overall, I feel I enjoyed this movie more than I disliked it because it is so unique, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's really changes its tone all over the place. I don't think I've ever seen a film like it, especially since it's during the Pacific War where New Zealand, basically World War II, where New Zealand is fighting the Japanese, Uh which is very unique. You don't ever hear about that. Oh, ever. Um, Not to mention many other things within it. There's a woman that gets on board a New Zealand military plane with papers at the last minute, and she's forced to sit under the plane cockpit. The bully turret is what they call it. It's the little bubble underneath the plane that they use to basically fire things. Pretty much what Star Wars based their little turret things off of. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like a cockpit that she's in for safety when she suddenly sees something on the wing. (laughs) And that's all you really need to know. But let's just say I thought this movie was going to take place entirely from the cockpit gunner underneath. And it reminded me very much of the first episode of Amazing Stories, mm-hmm. which is about that guy who draws on his paper and he draws the landing gear and he's in the cockpit. He's in the fucking bully 
gunner area mm-hmm. and he's like drawing the they don't have, they've lost their landing gear and he's a cartoonist and draws the landing gear and they land on a cartoon you know wheels and shit like that in the mm-hmm. episode so it kind of reminded me of that a little bit like a lot of it in the very beginning but then it completely shifts into something completely different mm-hmm. and then it's like fifty thousand feet what is it called fifty thousand you know whatever it is the one with fucking the twilight zone episode oh yeah with uh kirk or captain kirk whatever the fuck his name is shatner my brain is like farting right now i just can't think of it william shatner's on the fucking thing it reminded me of that too mm-hmm. but you know obviously it's some, some sort of creature or something on a plane and it's kind of unique in itself just for that alone in some regards because you don't see too many stories about that because obviously it's very reminiscent of other stuff that we've just i just mentioned but it's weird, though, because the first two acts of the movies are so fucking serious. Like, it's a completely different tone. And it has, like, this really large kind of social message about women that I was not expecting it to end up where it went by the end of the movie. So it almost feels like two different movies in one movie. It's weird. Tonally. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it will jar a lot of people who watch movies because they're not used to that kind of thing. And that jarring tonal change might fucking throw people off the movie a little bit, I think. But there's a quite a few unbelievable parts in the movie that is sort of over the top action. Like, there's no way that you would ever believe that this kind of stuff would happen. So you kind of have to, like, suspend your disbelief quite a bit. In everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for half of the movie anyway. Right. Honestly, I think that's going to upset a lot of people watching this. Like, if you get upset about women standing up for themselves, too, by the way, the first half of this movie is probably not going to be for you. <laughs> like, if you're, like, super sensitive and you feel like everything's being shoved down your throat every single day, then you're probably going to have an aneurysm and fart out your dick. But <laughs> but if you're just, like, a regular person, <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. You know what I mean? Right. But anyway, it got to the point where in some ways I was sort of making fun of this movie because of the tonal shift was so drastic. Like me and you were laughing when we were watching this movie. Much. Like suddenly we're we're doing slapstick action comedy in the middle of the movie. Like what the fuck is happening? I was like, is this, are we like in a Mission Impossible 6 right now? Like, <laughs> but like a, a cheaper version of that, like an indie version of that. It's like in in the middle of all this serious drama shit and they throw in that. It's right. like it kind of throws you off. So I can understand why people might tune out uh, before the movie gets to that point. Or if it does, then they'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> but even still, the movie is different whether or not I liked it or not or totally agreed with its alignment or not. Uh, whether it's unbelievable or not. I still fairly enjoyed the movie, though. Mm-hmm. You know, even even though it has some things in it that I didn't like, there were some things that it did differently that it kind of kept my interest. So and it happened so abruptly that it was like, wait, what? What is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is a creature in it. There's some blood, some silly over-the-top action at times while feeling like two completely movies at once. You got a little bit of a message about women and how they can actually do things just as well as men. And this is based off real history where women did fly during the war, just not in combat. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were really good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of like a mixture of a lot of different things, taking some truth with fiction and all of this and mixing it into one crazy movie. But it's difficult to say whether or not you're going to like it, but I would probably say this is a, probably a six, maybe 6.5 for me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a four. And then you thought about it? And then it, when it changed, it kind of shook me a little bit. 
I was like, okay, I can get into this, but it's, it's really, it's like I said, you got to suspend your disbelief a little bit because it really goes pretty silly. Mm-hmm. What about you? I mean, what did you think? I thought it was interesting. Like you said, it, it was kind of all over the place, but yeah. it, it wasn't like all over the place. It was like in this place and then it went to this place right. and then it went to this it's place. It's very organized. So, yeah. But it is intense. And like you said, I thought the whole thing was going to be done in the gunner because like half of the movie is her and it was it was brilliant like it was well i thought it was a really good idea yeah because it's like and i forgot to mention this but because i didn't think about when i wrote it but it reminds me of those movies that take place in like a like a fucking radio station like war of the worlds pony pool or pony pool shit like that that's kind of genius way to keep people thrilled about what's going on right but then it then the movie's like ah just kidding <laughs> right. Anyway, didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, then it just gets crazy. But it, the whole movie was like intense. It was shot really well. Mm-hmm. Like the whole film was just like it was. It was done really well. The music was awesome, but it did. It it got ridiculous. I I couldn't transition from one scene to this next scene because then it was just like it felt like two totally what? different directors. It, it really did. It just it just kind of went. It went there. And you weren't expecting it to, I guess. Right. There's some but things that they do in like, the movie the that you're fuck? just like... You're just uh, like shaking your head and then, yeah, and then it just goes ridiculous. Then they have a creature. So it's like all this stuff's going on. Yeah. But, there's like there's like three subplots pretty much. Yeah, but I... I yeah, there is. Because, yeah, once... You got the war. You got her being on the plane while she's there and then this thing on the wing. So that's... And then there's a twist. And, and then, then there's the, yeah. another twist. But uh, I don't know. I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you that's, know what I mean? that's why I don't want to like give it too slow of a score because it's like right. it's, it's not great to me. I think if I watched it again, now that I understand the tone of the movie, right. I think I would enjoy it more. So what did you what was your score for this movie? You never said uh, five out of ten. OK, anything to say after that? Like I said, if I watched this a second time, I, I'd probably enjoy it more. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's lower than me. I, I I usually expect that. <laughs> but yeah, I said 6, 6.5. It's watchable. It's mm-hmm. enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, here's an example. Like, when you see a comedy, they give you a joke right off the bat to let you know what kind of comedy film this is going to be. Right. This movie this does not tell do you. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't really do that. It just suddenly changes in the middle of it. And I, I'm like I said, it's going to divide a lot of people, I think. Right. And and there's and I've looked online and there's a lot of people that found this to be too preachy or something, which I, I disagree with wholeheartedly. I disagree too. I'm like, what are it we was, not allowed to tell stories? No, it was like, just a story. Like it had nothing right. to do with that's dumb. Yeah, it wasn't there was it was just a perspective that you someone probably got inspiration from seeing women who flew in the fucking World War Two and wanted to make a movie about it. Right. I don't see anything wrong with that. So, but there are people that are pretty upset about the movie because they think it's, oh, here it is, Hollywood telling me not to have a dick again, you know, and they're going to go on their YouTube and complain about it for like seven months, you know, (laughs) and then hate Chloe Grace because she's, (laughs) she's part of it. No offense, guys, but if you're complaining about that for that long, you're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, we do have some uh, trivia and not a lot. But we do have our some of our scenes that we want to talk about and some of our spoilers so that we can kind of really dig into it. If you haven't seen the movie, you can rent it now on VOD at any of your digital platforms that you want to see. Any digital platform, I'm sure. Um, it's not on a streaming service or anything right now. But before we get into our spoilers, here is your warning. 
So some of the trivia that they had, uh, it's not much. Uh, they do mention the belly gunner trapped in the compartment of World War II bomber for the, the Steven Spielberg Amazing Stories. So I'm not the only one that thought that. Oh, there you go. During World War II, the Women Air Force Service Pilots, known as WASP for short, created the USAAF. And these lady pilots, more than 1,100, flew military aircraft, single to multi-engine aircraft from non-combat light transports and spotters to fighters and bombers, including the B-17, B-26, and B-29 bombers. Wow. So Henry Hap Arnold said that he wasn't sure whether a slip of a girl could fight the controls of a B-17 in a heavy weather. And later, he ate crow and admitted how wrong he really was when he said, now in 1944, it is on the record that women can fly as well as any man. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say it was a big, this was a big step for women in particular. To prepare for the role as a new mother, Chloe Grace Moritz visited a hospital maternity ward and consulted with several mothers and newborns. She even volunteered at a private daycare facility to learn proper child care. She did talk to a lot of women about the dialogue that they experienced when they were younger uh, in this age bracket, you know, who would be in their 70s, 80s, you know, from mm-hmm. back then. Um, just to kind of get an idea what it was like to be that. And she was really surprised. She said, you know, not a lot has changed, you know, in that department. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may not be as open. Right. But it's still there. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the trivia. So we could talk about the spoilers for this now. All right. So we're going to talk about the movie as a whole with some of our thoughts, like about what we thought about it that can, we can spoil now. Oh, okay. So is there anything overall that you want to talk about that that really stuck out, that, that really stood out? I don't understand why the gremlin was there. The gremlin? It was just a plot device. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't like the baby situation. Yeah, the, the, well, her climbing under the plane and like just standing the winds at that. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's just out of control. Ridiculous. And then the baby. She shot at the gremlin with the baby hanging on the piece of metal. Right, that was, yeah, just hanging there, like, it. that's when it got ridiculous. Well, I'm thinking, like, okay, if you're hanging out at the bottom of a plane, there's going to be enough wind. I mean, look, dude, Those if are- I'm driving down the road and I hold a bag out the window, it's going to be flip-flapping around, okay? And we're driving at 50 miles an hour. She's holding her baby in a fucking box, <laughs> a leather pouch box that she she crafted so it could breathe and shit. Mm-hmm. And and I'm thinking like the baby's just going to be slapping the undercarriage of the fucking plane while she's trying to crawl from the open engine hole mm-hmm. all the way back to the turret hole. And I'm like, yeah, right. That baby would be fucking like mayonnaise inside of that fucking like red mayonnaise. And she said that and they never heard the baby cry. And she said she drugged the baby. The nurse gave her. So she drugged the baby to keep it from fucking crying. You know, (laughs) Well, I'm just I mean, think about it. If you're on a plane going, what? how fast would you be going? Actually, those don't go that fast. Right. But they were low enough that I could see that. But still, even if, you know, what is it? Knots? I don't know. I mean, she is a pilot, so maybe she knows how to handle herself. I don't know. I just have a hard time feeling that that baby, like, I don't know how many pounds the baby is, but it would be flapping in the wind and slamming up against the fucking, just hitting her in the face. She'd fall just from the baby's weight, hitting her in the face over and over again for the wind. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
if you don't know what we're talking about and you listened, well, that's your problem. You should have watched the movie to know what we're talking about. But no, essentially what happens is, is that she gets in the turret. She sees this gremlin. They won't let her in. And then like. They won't let her back into the plane. Yeah. And then like something happens where it gets shot off. And then she, the gremlin because, takes her baby. Because, another, because now a bunch of Japanese fighters are, are now shooting at the plane. That's right. That's the Japanese soldiers are fighting, uh, they're shooting, mm-hmm. the fighters are shooting at her, at the, the plane. Mm-hmm. They hit the fucking bully turret and it breaks open and she's like, you don't know how far I'm willing to go, motherfucker. Cause the gremlin stole her baby in the open hole of the engine that it tore out. Cause it's like tearing parts out throughout the movie. <laughs> Uh-huh. And they don't believe that there's fu- like these Japanese pilots and they're like, oh, my God, she's right. <laughs> and then shit. and then she like goes and climbs underneath the plane all the way to the open engine hole mm-hmm. and where her baby's just lightly resting on a, a flappy piece of metal on a, like a pipe <laughs> just hanging there. I just hanging know. out. But that's when things get really crazy, though. Like, everything up until that point was actually pretty intense and I thought was well done. It felt like a bigger budget movie, only done, like, in a smaller atmosphere. Kind of like that movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds where he's, right. you know, you ever he's seen alone. that movie? He's alone. In right. The, yeah. That was a really well done movie for for where he was. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how riveted I was to watch a movie that a guy's in a fucking coffin the entire time with a cell phone, a lighter, and, like, running out of air and all this other shit. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's kind of how it felt. And I was, like, right. kind of into it. And then when it kicked on the Mission Impossible. And then all of a sudden she she had to save everyone. She had to save the baby. She had to save the crew. She had to shoot down the Japanese fighter pilots by herself. <laughs> she had to encourage the other guy to shoot the other Japanese pilot. And then she had to go, she had to go take control and land the plane. And then... You know, she has to crash the plane and then they get out and the gremlin and then she has to go kill the gremlin. Like she had to do everything. But she is a woman and, you know, we have to do everything. So the. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's that's that's kind of the point they were trying to make, though, in the movie. Right. Right. You know, that women can do things, you know, like and this was during a time when. No, I really just think it was a part of the story. Well, I I think it was. I don't think there was a point there. Yeah, but when they were when we were. During the World War, during World War Two, women really stepped up. Right, because they had to. Well, yeah, it's not that they wouldn't. It's just that they did things to basically make sure that everybody was taken care of. Right. And I think World War Two really proved to people that. Okay, well, I think she had to go do all this stuff because of the baby. Right. Well, of course, this is all about momhood and all this other shit. And the gremlin, I don't know why the gremlin wants it. Why don't you just bite the head off the baby or whatever? They don't even tell you what's in the bag for the longest time until they. And there was a split second there at the end mm-hmm. where they they were making you think the baby died. And we were like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they crashed. Yeah. I- because you think see it would the go there. You, you see the box bent in half, uh-huh. and it's really just to show you what's in her mind, what she's thinking, right? Because they crashed, and right. they show you blood dripping out of the <laughs> thing. Back, <laughs> and we're like, "Yes, go there." It she's is a- kind of a so bad it's good film to me right. a little bit. You know, right. I hate to say that. I'm not trying to be a dick, mm-hmm. but it's just so over the top that it's hard to take it seriously. Right. I mean, there's a scene where she fucking gets the baby. She gets back into the fucking the turret hole she puts the baby inside and then she loses her grasp 
and falls. Meanwhile, Japanese plane is flying underneath her and she's about to land on it practically. And it blows up and throws her back up, up. into the fucking hole That's the, right. without hitting her head or killing her. I'm, I would assume that at least the leg would be broken. Maybe and her, <laughs> she would get decapitated. Her hair would be burnt a little bit. Yeah. Like <laughs> She just hits her back on the roof of the, the, the plane on the inside. Like she just goes whoop. Right back into the hole, like it's some space station movie. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like where they shoot the moon or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and then uh, that's when I was like, oh, my God. And then this movie just doesn't stop after that. That's the right. funny thing. It's like she's like going to each every person to talk to this guy. And they're like, God damn, woman, you live. He's like, all right. And then he gets shot. And she goes to the back and she's talking to him. He gets shot. And then she goes to another place. That guy gets shot. <laughs> and like all this crazy shit is happening. And then at the end, they they all of a sudden, you know, they crash the plane and they make you think it's a happy ending. And she's kissing the guy. They well, don't, the I don't want to go over the end just yet. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just got like some heavy vibes of um, Mission Impossible or... You know, Indy returning for Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls 2 oh, totally. kind of action. Yeah. You know, remember when fucking when he was like stepping on both the cars. Right. <laughs> and it was like very obviously like a green screen. Right. And like, you know, it kind of felt like that. Mm -hmm. Just so ridiculous. I thought it was cool though. Like the gremlin itself was looked pretty cool. Kind of looked like a bat with like, like this weird eye tongue or something. A demon bat. Like yeah. A, yeah. It had like a tongue that had eyes on it or something. I couldn't really tell what the fuck it was. Mm -hmm. And it had a monkey tail. <laughs> so it was like. It was a cool goblin. Yeah. It was funny because like all these guys are like the biggest pieces of shit to her in the beginning of the movie. Like even the good one. He was mm -hmm. like kind of playing along. But they were saying like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a package. Take care of. <laughs> right. And like it was just a lot of that. Like every time she said something like they were like, yeah, Degrading I'll stick her. a dick in your mouth. <laughs> and it's like it was like, God damn, man. But, the, you know, they, they make the point. But then later on, the point reason I'm bringing that up is because at the end, there's that balding guy. Who was uh -huh. like in charge of the the plane or whatever? The main pilot? No, he wasn't a pilot. He was just the the guy in the back that was taking care of and ordering everybody. Oh, okay. He um he's like fighting off the gremlin, and like he falls out of the plane. Remember? That's right. He was like, "Take care of that baby." <laughs> like everybody, all of a sudden, gave a shit about her because she told this the sob story about her baby. You know, and now she and she was abused by her husband. And then the the guy that helped her steal the baby out. Was on the plane too. He thought it was his son, but it it wasn't. And then by the end, he still steps up, right, to be the father. Weird. It's funny too because I felt like he was gonna wince it a couple times when she was like near him. I know. <laughs> I was hoping. Yeah, I know. Like you better shut the fuck up and get me a beer, you fucking <laughs> piece of shit male. <laughs> what was it? There was a. She goes up to talk to the two pilots in the front, and there's like you know obviously some. Uh, tension, racial tension between like some of the uh, the people in New Zealand who are native and some that aren't, you mm -hmm. know. And he's like, "Oh no, you're not going to let one of them fly the plane by themselves, are you?" Mm -hmm. And the 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 captain dies. He gets shot up. The other guy gets hit in the shoulder, and then they they try to flip the plane to do this maneuver, mm -hmm. and then they crash land, and that's where you left off. Oh, and then they crash, 
And then it was like, oh, they get out of the plane. They're like, well, I guess. Happy ending. Let's get the. Oh, no, the gremlin's not dead. Right. They have this big, long speech about how they're like, well, she somehow, you know, lost the papers. I don't know what happened to the papers, you know? And they're like, ha ha, wink and a nod. Oh, yeah. And then, like, they're all holding the baby. And then all of a sudden, she's like, make sure you hold him. And then the gremlin takes it. Like the one that she shot in the chest and like stomped its tail off uh-huh. that fell out the fucking bomb hatch, like flew down to the island to basically. It like crashed at the island. Yeah. Like, like they crashed at. Well, yeah, exactly. And and it comes over and steals the baby from him. And then she's like, you motherfucker. And you could see in its eyes that it was scared. Uh-huh. It starts running. It's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Doesn't she? Oh, she hits it in the face first. That's right. Right. Takes the baby. She was like, I told you to hold on to this to him. And I thought she was going to hit him at that point. In uh-huh. time. He, she should have. Yeah. And then she goes back. That's when the fucking gremlin's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and she goes over there and fucking punches it to death. She's like blocking its talons like Spider-Man or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do? She stabs out its throat with its own talon. Yeah, she did. Yeah. It was crazy. And now it's dead, so they could finally walk home. She Yeah, she goes back to the guy. She tips him over and kisses him. and <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like, right? Yeah, it really like, did. It uh, felt like an old movie, but, but from the perspective of a woman, because you don't really get to see many World War II movies with women in them. Right. You know what I mean? So... Uh, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I really didn't mind this movie. Yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think of it? I know that there's a lot worse reviews on this than ours uh, on this movie. They were like, one out of ten. I couldn't see the picture. I didn't put my glasses on. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Worst movie ever. <laughs> but I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. But yeah, we got another movie that we're going to be talking about that just came out on Shudder, and that is the movie Hunted from 2020. This story is the company of wolves is better than that of man. Once upon a frenzied time, woman meets man, woman dances with man, man kisses woman, man grips woman, woman escapes man, man chases woman. Nothing new? Or is there? (laughs) Taglines are two maniac killers, the woods, Eve. I don't know what that means. Oh, because her name's Eve. Oh, is it? They yeah. said her name once in the entire movie, probably. Right. They did. Uh, uh, this is written and directed by Vincent Parnod. He's a French director. He directed Asylum, Twisted Horror and Fantasy Tales, Persepolis, and Chicken with Plums, which everybody knows that one. Interesting. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know what that is. I like Chicken and Plums. I know Persepolis, though, is a cartoon kind of movie one. It was like light green and... I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. I can't remember. It's also written by Leah Pernolet, who has worked on a lot of shorts and movies with Vincent. It's starring Lucy DeBay, who plays Eve. She is from Belgium, and she was in The Confession, King of the Belgians, and Melody. It also stars Ari Worthhalter, who plays the guy, or as I call, the wolf. <laughs> He's a French actor. He's uh, very well spoken in English, too, by the way. He was great in this. He was in a movie called Sympathy for the Devil, Girl, The Take, and Mother's Instinct from 2018. It also stars Sharon O'Brien. He is the accomplice. He was in Bloom, Ripper Street, and Pursuit. There are other characters in the movie, Mm -hmm. like three or four, but they're not like 
super big characters or right. anything. So uh, there is no budget on this. I looked it up. What are your thoughts on this mm. movie, Christina? The, everyone in this movie gets hunted. <laughs> well, which is, I think is called Hunted. It is called Hunted. <laughs> but I did, I like the little Red Riding Hood type of sure. elements they put in there with her and her red hoodie, and it, being in the woods, and yeah. he's the wolf. I thought that was that was kind of intense, another intense You're just going to steal my shit now? Is that, is that how it works? No, I didn't steal your shit. I told you that it was Little Red Riding Hood right off the bat, and you were no, like, oh! No, Shudder, Shudder described it as a Little Red Riding Hood. That's not you. All right. I like how the beginning narr- narration of it intertwined in the story. Okay. I, I That was a surprise. Yeah, we don't know why, which is surprising. It's like they didn't fill in why. Any of this shit was happening, but it was cool that it connected in that way. I like how it connected, because it connected to the story that mom was telling her son. Yeah. There's like a scene, and this isn't really any spoilers. It's just a scene with a mom and a son, and she's they're out in the middle of the woods, and she tells them a story about this woman and this old priest. Or something, They were looking for somebody, and then something bad happened. They'll they'll get into it. Yeah, I like the chase, and the music was cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was thrilling. But towards, like, the end. Third it, act. It, the, yeah, the third act, it gets kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't like the ending. and Felt yeah, rushed. Yeah, it did. It, it just got kind of weird. And, like, I don't know what they were trying to do. But, I mean, I did really, other than that, I really enjoyed this movie. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Okay. And what did you think about the performances? Oh, they were great. Everybody was great. Anybody in particular that stood out? Oh, yeah, that wolf guy. The guy. The the, the villain. Okay, what about the girl? Yeah, the girl was good. Yes, the, the acting was great. Yeah. Um, Everybody's acting was great, even from the, the kid, uh, the mother, and their death scenes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but the, the guy who played the guy, mm-hmm. the main villain, you couldn't tell if he was good or evil, mm-hmm. but he was obviously spiraling into crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this is uh this is actually a pretty damn good movie. Uh the ending could have made the movie much better, but for me the movie is not only tense, but it has a really great performance by that guy you're talking about, Ari Worthhalder. He plays, you know, the bad guy in this movie and I like keep calling him the wolf. That's what I just kept the whole time. Mm-hmm. He is both unsettling and charming in equal parts, I think in some regards, but not necessarily charming just up to no good charming mm-hmm. like you know those friends that you have that you know that they're literally one word from snapping pretty much right. you know but you want them on your side mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you'd rather them be friends with you than somebody else <laughs> yeah that's 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 what this guy is like but he loves to play with his victims so that can be really really unsettling and he does a really good performance in this and it kind of plays with the audience in that regard too and i like that the director put that in there. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. I don't know if it was written there, played off of, because he's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Lucy DeBay was good, too. But for me, he steals the movie. So Oh, totally. He's like sadistic, calculated, which just gives this awesome performance. And the one drawback of the good acting and the good writing is that we've seen these movies before. True. You know what I mean? They do different things, but the premise is pretty much the same. So you kind of know where it's going to end up. And typically, in that department, if it does things similar, I don't mind it so much as long as it ends up good, Mm -hmm. like really good. 
And this is where I think the movie falls apart Mm -hmm. is by the very end. Mm -hmm. It's not the fact, I don't want to spoil it because it's so easy to do that with this movie because there's really not that much to it. Right. Um, A lot of people were saying that they didn't like the writing in it and that it wasn't really good. And I I think that's, I don't know, it's debatable because I thought what's his name was well-written and he was well-acted. It has to be part of both there, I think, at least for me anyway. But it's gory, bloody, really fucking mean, all part of the ride that you would get for these types of movies where there's sort of the revenge kind of movie. Pretty straightforward, but, you know, I think that's okay. Like I said, if it's done a little bit different than most, I can get on board and just go for the ride. A movie in particular that sort of reminds me of is like Funny Games, Mm -hmm. which I mentioned to this to you earlier. Right. Funny Games doesn't really have like a reason why these guys are doing it. They don't really tell you why, mm-hmm. but it's putting you in that uncomfortable space with this these people. Right, with the situation. And, and it toys with you as a human being because you're the viewer trying to figure out how you would get out of this situation or how you would deal with it. So I had to respect it in that regard, even if it isn't too original. There is, of course, no rape scenes in this movie. So if you do want to go see this and it, that kind of thing bothers you, it still pulls that off without having to do it. They did a good job. I think that they made you hate the character enough to make you right. want him to die. So right. he really, and it's good that they were able to do that without actually having to do that. Exactly. Um, so there's something to be said there too. And then there's the end of the movie where you really want a really bigger punch from the film, especially since it's given us so many treats along the way, mm-hmm. which just kind of sucks, you know, because you think of that end release, it's really important and it sort of flails and goes uh, for a simple ending. Nothing extravagant. Right. It's really well shot. Everything is great. There's, you know, it's it's the, the color contrasts in it are great. Like, I think that her wearing her red jacket is awesome in the whole film. Oh, totally. Like, the colors that they use in this movie are really good. Uh-huh. Like, how they do these things is just, it's just really well done. Mm-hmm. A lot of the camera angles that they used, awesome. But that simple ending really kind of took it down a notch for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that will... Probably cut a lot of people's score down a lot. A lot, yeah. Because of the ending, yeah. Yeah. And I think it'll be more for other people than us, because I think most people don't watch movies and go, well, let me balance this out or whatever. They're just like, well, it's okay. Right. So I gave it a 7.5, you know. Oh, look at us. I think it, it, you know, it could have been higher if that end was a little bit better and it kind of made you mem- like memorable, like Hunter Hunter. Right. Like, yes. It would have elevated example. that mo- this movie a hell of a lot more if they had that fucking mega punch at the end. Right. But they didn't do it here. So unfortunately. W- would you say it was more realistic then? I liked. Okay. So one of the things that I think this film really excels at is that in the realistic aspect, I have been around people like who are really not there, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, I've been in that little cat and mouse game where you play, you know, where they're like, they're like overpowering you. Right. Mentally fucking with you to try to break you down because you don't know what to expect from them. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, there's a few scenes, a few just subtle things that they do that a director would really have to want that in there. To make it a point. Otherwise, they would just go and get out. And I think it adds to this film. Yeah, we'll get into the spoiler section. But there, it's just there's some thought, out, well thought out situations where the character, this this guy, 
plays with people in a way that makes you feel comfortable, like a sigh of relief and then gets you back in and then Mm -hmm. slowly unravels and then something bad happens. And the way that he does this, I think is fairly masterfully done, Mm -hmm. you know, to understand that kind of character and to really nail it is very difficult. And I think, you know, if you're going to watch this movie, just know that there's going to be that in there. And whether the movie as a whole is a great movie, there's that great performance in there. Mm-hmm. So at least check it out for that. But other than that, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. So you gave it a what? Seven. I gave it a 7.5, 7.25. Not too shabby. I, at first time I watched it, I was almost going to say an eight. But then I sat on it and kind of thought back about some, some certain things that they did and how the ending went. And I think 7.5 is fair. Seven, mm-hmm. 7.5 is fair. Yeah. It's not something I'll pop on all the time, but if, if if I I would buy this, I think I would buy this. Like if it was on the cheaper end, you know what I mean? On a Blu-ray? Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't go nuts. It's not like something I watch every year. Right. But if I thought about it, I'd be like, oh, that was a pretty decent, you know, revenge film, you know? Right, so right. but we do have zero trivia on this, by the way. I mean, we could go over this whole certain movie and kind of break down parts of it but i think there's some really good things and i i really want to talk about some of the nuance that they had with his character mm-hmm. and certain things that he did that made me go uh that's kind of ooh, what are you doing you know what i mean oh i see yeah. so in the movie the guy the wolf that we call the wolf who's like trying to attack take this woman they get her in the car he tricks her by making her think he's a good guy, and then she starts making out with him and all this other stuff. Instead of just letting it happen naturally, mm-hmm. he's got to make her fear it. So he's not content with just getting her acceptance. He needs to make her scared mm-hmm. in order to get her. And he's also got a partner who we're not 100% sure how how he's involved and why he's involved. Right. Because he seems like... He's never done this before. He... In a lot of ways, they call him Andy, by the way, in the movie. Well, he calls everybody Andy. We don't know why, why he's there. All we know is that when she goes, why would you want to have sex with me with your brother? And he's like, I'm not his brother. And you're like, eh, like this is all a ploy this whole fucking time. And uh, later he's kind of sitting in the car and he's playing these games with her. Like the first one was the, he's like, oh, you can get out here. He's like, no, seriously, pull out, pull over, let her out. Mm-hmm. And he knows she's going to go to the gas station. Right. So she goes to the gas station and there's this really nice guy. Right. He, he doesn't have to make sense, but he's just like. Offer to give her a ride because of the thing was closing soon. Right. He's just a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And like that guy gets killed by him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like using the toy to talk to her. And he's like got blood prints on his fucking boots walking out. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, like, oh, God, they didn't even show you how they killed him. Right. Just that he went back there and never came out. That's kind of effective. Yeah. But then they get her back in the car. In the trunk. In the trunk. And then on the discussion to the middle of nowhere, by the way, the guy, Andy, the wolf's partner, who's I like to call the sheep in this when I was writing it all down, mm-hmm. trying to be a sheep in, in wolf's clothes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if he was even, was he captured by that guy too, to play the part of his brother? I have no idea. Because he said he was his brother, even though he wasn't his brother. And it was like he was trying to tune him to be like him. 
Right. Do you know what I mean? So right. he was like trying to find a woman so he could basically rape her and then, then videotape it and do all these fucked up things to her and degrade her and all this shit and have mm-hmm. a partner in it. And it seemed like he had other people being partners too before him. Right. In the but, past. Yeah. In the video, you see other people that we never get to see in the, in the right. film. Right. And it's almost like he's like reliving some sort of past with his brother that the movie just decided not to explain at any point in time. Mm hmm. Because there's that part where he kills his quote-unquote brother. The acquaintance, yeah. Accomplice. Yeah, there's like three moments in the movie before he dies, though, that I really liked. There was the part in the car when he's driving over and he's like, the guy wipes the bottle off. And he wipes the bottle of sheep. Right. And he gets really, the wolf gets really pissed at this. Because they were trying to share, he was trying to share the bottle with him. Yeah, I ain't got a fucking disease, man. Do you love me? Do you fucking love me? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 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 I love you. He's like, all right, good. So then kiss me. And he's like, what? No. And he's like, no, I mean, it fucking kiss me. <laughs> fucking kiss me. <laughs> and he's like about to kiss him. And then they hit that boar. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole another element to the movie. Why? What do you mean? Because it's like the forest is sa- trying to save her. Oh, yeah. Because they talk about that in the very beginning, mm-hmm. how the forest was there to save the woman and she was the woman or something. I don't right. know what it was. Something like that. But yeah, like the forest knew. So the boar comes and later on, uh, all this other stuff in the forest starts happening. Helping her out. And they had a montage of like th- it raining because she needed water to drink and the berries and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. The, the forest is plentiful for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a part when they hit that boar and they flipped the car over mm-hmm. and the guy's got like a punctured wound on his right stomach. Mm-hmm. And uh, the wolf gets out and he's like, come on, man, you got to get out. And then he just starts pouring gasoline on the car. He's like, yeah, we got to cover our tracks. And he's like, wait, wait, I'm not out yet. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. And it's like, oh, he's just going to burn him. Right. That's what I thought, too. And then he gets out in time, and he's just like, well, I guess he survived. And it's just like, oh, okay, God. yeah. Like, do you really need to be around this guy? Like, right. how did you get involved in this? Like, how is this guy who feels bad about doing this? Because they also right. had that conversation about the Viagra, too, before that. Mm-hmm. Remember? Because he, he said, he, uh, he, I don't think I want to do this. He said, it feels wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I would. Because he built it up in his head and he's like, you got to, you know, focus, stay focused. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then they go into the woods and he's like, that girl chucks a rock at his face. Right, because she escapes in the crash. Right. She pops out of the trunk. Yeah, and cuts herself free and gets into the night. But they find her the next day and she throws a rock right at that Yeah, he's a kid. boulder. It was, it was like a boulder. Oh, dude, it smashed up his whole fucking front face. And he's like... Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you got he got your nose, buddy. Oh, come over here, man. He's like, he you got your nose. You're just a piece of shit. That's what he said. He's like, you're a piece of shit. You're like a no good piece of shit. You don't do fucking nothing. I got to do everything. And you just get yourself into more fucking trouble. You're just garbage. And Andy gets pissed and just starts choking him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know. So he, to- yeah, he lets go of him. Yeah, he lets go of him, and then he's like, look, man, let me fix your nose. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been that way to you. He's like, did you know I used to be an EMT before this? He's like, yeah, let me uh, fix you up. I got to get this tape right here. Puts tape over his nose, and then he's like, starts wrapping it around his mouth so he can't even breathe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then starts beating the shit out of him, and he's slamming into trees and shit. Mm -hmm. And then he cuts his fucking throat. Right. And I was like, ugh. Evil. 
There was even a part before that where he's like sticking his finger in his wound, remember? Mm-hmm. And he puts tape over it. Right. And he was like, here, hold this end. I'll cut the other end. And he was like, I don't know if he's going to kill me or what. Right. He was scared of him. Yeah, it was cool. I like those little moments like that in there. Right. I, I thought that was too. cool. Did you, what, is there a scene that you really liked or? So after he died and then they were going through the forest. And he bumps into the hunter. Yeah. The woman had told the story in the beginning. Right. So they run into them, but the son is older now. He's like, what, 15? He was 15. Yeah, he's definitely like pretty old. Yeah. And he was all, you know, and he's all on his phone all the time playing video games or whatever while they're out there camping, preparing for the end of the world. And so, of course, the wolf guy, like, you know, lies to them, says he was lost. He lost his dog, Andy, you know. Well, they show him preparing that speech, too. Mm-hmm. Like talking really to good. himself. Yeah, that was cool. This isn't, we're not talking like the house that built Jack levels of fucking, you know, serial <laughs> killer. No. That is methodical as shit. And I right. love that movie because of it. Right. Because they take the time to, to do that and get in his head. Mm-hmm. But it is just a nice little touch. Right. That, that they added in there that I think really makes... A, yeah, a lot of difference. It makes it makes it more realistic that way. Mm-hmm. But then he decides he needs to kill that lady, so he takes an arrow, like you know, bone arrow, and well, and jabs. You're missing the whole play with the part. Like he likes to play with his food. Mm-hmm. First, he goes in there while his mom's like cutting up a rabbit, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, did you? You can use my son's phone." To call whoever you need. I, I suppose you probably need to call somebody. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to call my wife. She's probably worried sick about me. And then he calls and he's like, oh, honey. Yeah. They got Andy. I don't know where he is. He ran off. I'm lost. But the good thing news, good news. You know, I found some people. They're taking care of me. They seem really nice. And, you know, I'll try to be home. What time are you guys going back anyway? And she said, late tonight. He said, I'll be back sometime late tonight. Don't worry. And then he hangs up. Mm-hmm. And then the son notices that he didn't even call anybody. Right. He was just on the phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and then he knows that the kid knows. So then he takes the opportunity. He's like, what you doing on your phone? Watching porn? He's <laughs> like, I got some tapes that you might want to check out. He's like, no, I'm not watching porn. What? I'm not watching porn. He's like, it's okay. You like porn? What are you into girls? or something? Do you like guys or something? Gay? He's like, no, I like, I like girls. Like he's wearing this guy down. Mm-hmm. trying to show that he can change his you know, who Thinking, he yeah. who he is and manipulate him anytime he wants. Right. And I thought that was really clever. Yeah. And you can tell that the mom who has been living out in the wilderness and obviously with her son for many many years trying to prep him for what she called a hostile environment in case, you know. Mhm. And she keeps asking him questions. She's like, "So, so how about you? What do you do? What are you doing out here?" He's like, oh, we're tourists, you know, da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, a tourist with a dog. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, it's not a big deal, is it? It's kind of regular, isn't it? It's not against the law. She's like, no, no, it isn't. Just and, odd. And then he's like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom. And he realizes she's onto him. Right. So that's when. He sticks an arrow in her head. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. How's this for hostile environment? <laughs> and you see her eye getting bloodshot as he's digging it deeper and deeper into her ear canal, mm-hmm. which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, really. And she doesn't even die. That's the fucked up part. Right, because then Eve, the the girl, she comes up into the campsite thinking she found help. 
and the kid is just sitting there by himself, her not realizing it. And then the kid looks up at her and with just like this despair at his face. And then the, the wolf guy comes up behind her and like knocks Tases her out. Her. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's that whole like, oh, they, they, like the son almost gets shocked because he's like, we're gonna film a porno because he ties up the Eve girl, mm-hmm. and he's like, we're gonna make a film, and she's a naughty girl, and da 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 da. You're a CIA agent going into blah blah blah. Get information from her. Yeah. Put on this mask. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, what, what? And then she pushes him away jumps for the dead mom to grab a knife to try to cut herself free. Mm-hmm. When he pushes the kid back, it bumps into him, knocking his camera into the fire, and he's panicking mm-hmm. because this is his jerk-off porn, pretty much, because he watches it all the time. Even mm-hmm. when he was hunting her, he took breaks to watch it. Right. Which is kind of like, Ew. But there was this part, they all get away, right? And the boy finally... Oh, that's right, it was. She, she gets away, mm-hmm. and then the mom... Because the mom wakes up. With the arrow in her ear mm-hmm. and gets up and kind of walks around to the sun, pulls it out of her ear, hands it and to hands him. hands it to him like, it's your turn. It's, it's your, your rite of passage now. Yeah, you got to do this. Yeah, this is your blood oath. Right. You know, like, you better fucking own up to me. And, and he does shoot the guy once. Yeah, a couple, couple times. But then you never see him again. Yeah, then you don't know what happened. But it's funny while they were... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like everyone's being hunted right so this guy and it's so funny there was a scene where he is like he hears her scream because she's so frustrated from trying to run all mm-hmm. the time from him and she screams in anger because she knows he's just going to keep coming for her mm-hmm. she's like fuck it I'm not going to be hunted anymore I'm going to hunt you right she grabs a stick she yells and then he yells laughing mm-hmm. And then she goes after him this time. And when she's running at him, because he's like in a lot of pain with an arrow through his left shoulder and chest, the fucking paintball fucking group yeah, comes this through. Is paintball. <laughs> this is when it starts getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> when they shot her in the head with, with the, the blue paint. Yeah. What are they trying to do here? And then it became like tribal paint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like almost like she was part of the forest, you right. know? Which is, I don't know, I kind of like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the guys around her, like, didn't even, like, like... Yeah, they didn't get it. Like, who are these random people in our paintball match? Yeah, I know. Like, why wouldn't... It's funny, though. I thought it was kind of funny. But that's when they go into that development, the newly built development, right? Yeah, with the new houses. She, he, he limps off into a place or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she goes chasing after him or something like that, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know. That's where I was expecting this grandiose fucking kill. Right. And it and was nothing. Th- they were just chasing each other through the house. And she gets on top of him at one point and starts beating the shit out on of him. On a right? bed. No, he pinned her down and then she was able to get on top of him. Oh, because the dog. She gets help from a dog. Right. And then beats that guy senseless yeah, and he keeps saying, I already said I'm sorry. <laughs> like repeatedly. I already said I'm sorry. Like, isn't that good enough? Meanwhile, you've seen him in the movie, like, earlier, like, making fun of women crying and asking for help. Right. Like, On the he, video, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Right. Like, wh- you think that's going to help you at this point in time, motherfucker? I already told you. She just chokes him to death. That's it. That's it. And then you see her running through the woods again, like, with the paint all over her face. I guess that's where she is now. Yeah, she lives that's, in the woods that's, now. That's who she is now. Off of raisins and berries. <laughs> the forest. Where do raisins her. come from? I don't even know. 
not raisins. Oh no, I They're know. Grapes. I, <laughs> I can't, where do raisins? I don't come know. From? I just wasn't thinking that, at the time. That's awesome. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I need to Twitter that. <laughs> sure, I was thinking of figs. Do you okay? want me to tell you where pickles are from? Yes, I know where they're from, Christina. You know where the ice cream is in the uh, kitchen that you can't have. Shut up, you're mean, <laughs> sure. Yeah, shouldn't have bought that for you. Oh come on, don't oh, be like that. On. Hey, you're one being t- making fun yeah. of me for fucking figs, getting figs and fucking raisins mixed up. <laughs> oh. Anyway, fucking. Anyway, I don't know. See, there's some funny shit about this movie, but I also kind of like it. So maybe it is like seven, seven point five. You know, I don't know. Seven's fine. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it just, like, I would definitely watch it again because I like some of those subtle things that they did. Like I mentioned, Mm -hmm. that I went all over the place explaining, but (laughs) (laughs) but still, you get the point. I, I like those moments because it just was really cool parts put in a okay movie mm-hmm. you know what i mean right i wish there was more like if she would have crushed his head over the toilet or something like that until his head came off and it was just this like really fucked up part and like uh-huh. maybe like the people that were in the house were like in the corner screaming right which they were and then she just looks at him and then runs out on all fours or something <laughs> like that i would have been like yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you know what i mean like that would have been you a cooler ending pro tip i've i was like you need to grab the you know the top of the toilet mm-hmm. that is like the best weapon oh like, the, to yeah, ever the porcelain defend- part, yeah yeah the, the heavy porcelain lid of the toilet just a pro tip to if you need a weapon just grab that if you're well, if someone's burglarizing your house we saw that in it, knock it, it over chapter what was in it? It's chapter chapter one. Oh, was that in it? Yeah, when she smacked um, her dad. In the oh, face. that's right. Because yeah, yeah, in the bathroom. I mean, that's that. That's what I'm saying. You need to break his jaw off or something like yeah. that on the toilet, on the actual yeah, porcelain. That exactly. Till his head opened up like a Cadbury egg. Right. And fucking like she is so wild and into it that her right. eyes kind of glow a little bit as she's looking at the people that were looking to buy that uh, apartment or house. Mm-hmm. And it, and she's just like into the wild now. You know what right, I mean? Like right. that would have made more sense. The, the point that they were saying, I just needed that extra. It needed it. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think it could have deserved a little bit better ending there? Um, I'm sure most of you have shutter for the most part. If I haven't sold you on it already, I don't know who could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we had what, like 10 fucking movies from fucking. Like, on our top 30 list. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, that's a ri- insane. Right. Like, if you aren't renting Shutter or doing Shutter, you're out of your fucking mind at this point in time. Right. Like, the, I never thought I would say that, you know? But, and I hope it stays that way because, you know, every yeah, time- you never know. Every time something's good, they get, they get oh, maybe we get bigger budget movies instead of these, like, gems. Yeah, Bl- Bloomhouse was like that, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. instead of, like, crafting a, a perfect gem- Mm-hmm. They're like, well, maybe if we just put out a couple rubles or yeah, <laughs> a couple, uh, you know, topaz, whatever the fuck. <laughs> topaz. Throw out some topaz. <laughs> but what are they? What's the fake diamond? A cubic zirconium. Yeah. Zirconium? Why don't we throw out a couple cubic zirconiums? Huh? <laughs> they won't notice. It's stupid. <laughs> no, I hope that never happens with Shudder because I, I like that they're kind of hungry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and they, they, they have a good. Whoever's picking this shit, they do a good job of mixing it up, I think. Right. A lot of indie films that are really good, man. So, but uh, yeah, this wasn't one of them. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm kidding. No, I actually kind of like it. Yeah, I still good. think it's a good one. I do too. But yeah. So next week, we are going to be watching Psycho Gorman. Yes. Which Finally. I cannot wait to see. If you're not sure what that is, that is Stephen Kostansky's movie. The guy did The Void, The Last Leprechaun movie, and this one, which is basically like Power Rangers meets fucking, yeah, it's like Power Rangers Crazy. pretty much. We'll see. We'll see Ex- what it's like. It seems like the Power Rangers are the bad guys in this movie, though. Mm-hmm. And they have what may be Biocop in it. So that's got me 100% sold. <laughs> I'm all about that shit. So, but yeah, and then uh, after that, I don't know, we'll figure out what we're going to watch. I'll probably do another poll for you guys, so keep a lookout on our social media to see what we could watch. Maybe with a Psycho Gorman, or we could, you know, I, I thought about watching one of the other Stephen Kostansky movies, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, we've done them all. I've right. done I've done all of them. Right. So... I don't want to do them again, but we'll do something, maybe a poll for the following week to see what we're going to do for that. Uh, I was also thinking about doing an entire month of extreme movies and put Christina through the ringer. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I might even have a guest on uh, by the name of King Needgore, who just started a new channel again. He had a channel, but it got taken down uh, Mm -hmm. for for some reasons. I won't (laughs) get into that, but uh, he may come on. So for Mm -hmm. that month. But I definitely want to watch a Serbian film, maybe like uh, Untold Story, Necromantic One oh, and Two. You mean by extreme? Yeah, oh, we're gonna no, watch. Don't know. I thought you forgot about Necromantic. No. I mean, Untold Story is really not that bad. So, mm-hmm. but if we watched like Irreversible and fucking Serbian film together, like that would be. I just, you know, hey. We haven't done those. We haven't done some extreme films in a long time, and I've been waiting to do those necromantics, so I'm thinking about doing a whole month. But before we decide doing it, I'll put a poll up, see if you guys are into it. Um, I think it'd be funny to put Christina through it. Happy Valentine's Day to me. Yeah, yeah. Extreme Valentines. (laughs) We'll really get in the spirit with necromantic, though, aren't we? Uh, So romantic. (laughs) She's looking at me like, what the fuck? Anyway, let anyway. me know if you think that would be fun. Let us know. We'll put a poll up or something. But thank you guys so much for coming by this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope to see you next week for a brand new episode of Psycho Goreman and maybe another movie. We'll see. But uh, until then, thank you so much. And as always, long live the void.